Okay, with the filmmaking team of Nocturnal Jackal, we have the directors, we have the DP, we have the producer. Uh, so basically a film about really kind of a really about a, an addict uh, who basically is self-medicating and uh, battling his his depression. Uh, so you guys are kind of all came together. You guys are all from different uh, areas of the world. Where is, where is everybody right now? We're actually in Chicago. We're here in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, we are. all three of us are in Chicago. And then, but Sean, you're in Iowa? Yeah, I'm Des Moines, Iowa. And how did you guys all meet each other? I've known Vishal for years. Um, I've been doing filming for the last 16 years, 17 years. So I've worked on a bunch of projects and he's worked a bunch of projects. And we, so we've been on each other's radars throughout the years. And uh, he gave me the opportunity to... Uh, uh, work with him on his project and other projects. So that's how it came to be with the connections. And so, and you guys basically just kind of like, what was the kind of the seed of this I, I, idea? So you guys, the, the two directors, you guys also wrote the script as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. Uh, so initially it was a uh, Vishal's story um, that he really wanted to bring it up. And then we just worked on the script together, basically. And then, so what did you, and you guys shot it in Chicago? Yes. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the location, because it's really, like, it's interesting how you guys set the film up, where it's, like, kind of like a tracking shot of, like, and of the of the location itself, and then we meet the guy at the end of the door, which is kind of interesting, where it's, like, we're not going in with him, we're kind of already there, and then he enters the world that you kind of created for us. So tell me about this location uh, that you guys shot in. Where was this? So it was it was in South Chicago and we really wanted to like uh look for a location that that you know had that feeling of like where where someone who was struggling would be like there. So it was like basically an abandoned place. Um I mean they rented for filming purposes only. Uh yeah. but it was a uh, it was definitely like difficult shooting logistically because it was a very cold night that we shot at and there's no central heating or cooling uh, at that place uh but we made it work you guys shot it overnight like during like a yeah, midnight shift? yeah that was yeah, like one whole day one whole day <laughs> yeah it was actually one whole night Vishal. <laughs> yeah one whole night <laughs> and I'm, I'm assuming there's like the 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 like the the feature like the safety features weren't like the greatest in terms of like lots of stuff on the ground uh oh, yeah. like a lot of like dust i'm assuming right yeah, yeah. yeah, actors value actually. <laughs> and you guys really took advantage of the location. It was it all kind of shot on? Was it all shot on a steady cam ca camera? Yes. Yes. So you did you always like? It's like dude, you do have a lot of cuts. Were you? I, I'm always curious. Were you? Did you want to do this in one shot? Like it seems like you want you kind of want to do this in one shot. We initially we did have an idea of doing it in one shot. Yeah. But it was not, it was it was very difficult yeah. logistically to do it just because because of the place and uh, we ended up like switching rooms for the two different locations basically. Um, well, it's not two different locations, same location but just a different room. So to to be able to do that in one shot, it would have been very difficult because you have to go up like a flight of stairs and stuff. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So tell me about but you but you wanted the steady cam shot throughout right like you wanted that kind of feel 
Yeah, uh, we, we wanted like a little bit of motion in there, you know, so that you could feel that you were there with him all the time. So I think that that kind of really worked for us. So, I mean, that that was the whole reason why we shot everything on Steadicam, I guess, here. Uh, I think Harry could explain that better, I guess, right? Um, yeah, basically, like, we wanted to to be able to, like, see the location and surroundings. It, it was better to film it on Steadicam than just going in, like, I guess, stills or, you know, or handheld even. Like, it, I, I personally do, I, li I like, the handheld look is for, like, more, like, action, in my opinion. Uh, but it can work in certain situations as well. Like, like even in this one, we have, I think, a couple of shots that look like handhelds. Um, like, towards the end, we do. Yeah, kind of more of that chaotic kind of feel, I guess, right? But mm -hmm. So, Sean, who was your, your – so you produced the film and kind of, like, kind of brought it all together for everybody? Um, I trust Vishal and I trust everybody else. Uh, my role um, – they can correct me if I'm wrong – is just kind of – guidance and um some mentorship because like i i'm working with them on a project i'm working on another project right now in vancouver and i'm working on another project out in la so uh we have that trust and we have that communication with one another and it's just kind of like checks and balances like i'll share my thoughts and uh vishal will share his thoughts and vice versa and it's a collaborative project so regardless of time zones or distance or wherever we're at or whatever we're working on we're able to um, have that meet time and have that call time and really like um, polish things out um, so aside from like the producing and uh, working with that um, I do my reconnaissance I do my research I look at the film festivals I've uh, submitted to film festivals in the past, so I have some uh, rapport with some festivals. So it's a, uh, I'm doing whatever I can to help the team and make sure the team's put in a position to succeed. And we're uh, very appreciative for the opportunity for the festival to allow us to uh, showcase um, what we're able to do. Yeah, thank you for that. And so, guys, tell me about because your DP is with you right now. And uh, one, um, tell me about your guys' relationship with with him. Uh, like, would you guys like? Would you guys storyboard things? Like, what was like? How did you guys? Like, did you have like a set shot list? Like, how was how how was your relationship? So, uh, I mean, initially we did storyboard it, and then you know, once we had a, a, a idea, because I've been to this location before, we've done some stuff there before, so I had a beforehand like good idea, like what's gonna work there, or what's not gonna work there. So, uh, we we went through the shot list, and then we did like a, a like a small previs at in our basement, and then we we actually asked, I think Vishal was like, she was kind enough to let us, you know, use the location, uh, uh couple of days before we were actually gonna be there so we did a little small previous so we we knew like what's going on since it's an abandoned building so you you know it's not very unstable uh, like in terms of like you know because we, we shot there like a couple a couple of uh years ago so i was not sure like it's, if it's still the same so we did a little previous there and then you know we came back whatever we liked we did some you know um, um a rough edit and then we like the compositions or not, and then we worked on it. So that was that was kind of an idea, so that we have a previs, so we can show it to the actor, and then you know actor get a better feel of it. And uh, that was that was the um, that was the story behind it. So tell you just brought up your actor. So tell me about your your lead actor. Where did you find him? So he actually worked with me at Gift of Hope. I used to work there for five years, and this is how the story came to be. 
um, because I saw so many people always struggle with uh, drug addiction and pass away from drug addiction. And um, our lead actor, he basically was always interested in my work. And we just start talking and then he gave me an audition. I gave him the script and I already knew right away that I wanted him because he just gave a really strong impression over the other ones that we had went through. And so he really brought the A game for us and he really connected with the script. So directing him wasn't really even an issue because he brought all his pain and emotion that he had went through previously to his life. And so we just went through it. Uh, just in terms of like where you need to be, where the cues would be and stuff like that. And uh, he really carried it really well, actually. Well, yeah, his, his his performance is a little bit unrealistic or a little bit off. The film doesn't work, right? So there's a lot riding on his performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember how he prepared for it? Was he like kind of like left alone? Did he go like stay by himself and kind of method style it? Like what was it? I'm no, sure he... <laughs> he... <laughs> I went through the script with him. I uh, acted everything out. And so he understood how to actually script. This was his first time acting, actually. He never did any movies or anything like that. Uh, and uh, working just over there in the blood lab. And so I pulled him in and I said, hey, you have something that I think that could work on a, an emotional level. And uh, yeah, and just working with him through all the previs and everything like that. Uh, he just really understood afterwards. And even though like shooting in the cold and everything, like, you know, when they say, when the wolf is hungry, you'll do even better. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. so he, he did a lot better uh, because of the location, how cold it was and everything, you know, our guerrilla style filmmaking and whatnot, like getting it through the night. And uh, yeah, so, and then the best thing was that like your we friend, so he listened really well. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, but it's, it's almost interesting that he doesn't have that experience on set. So he kind of like is coming at it from a kind of like a, dare I say, virgin perspective, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay, so then you guys shot it all one day. When you're finished the film, like to finish the day, are you happy? You guys think you got a good film in the works when you're when you wrap? Um. We were nervous, like, like I mean, like, because, like towards the end, we had we had to rush it, uh, a yeah. lot because yeah. uh, because I, like we went over schedule basically, sure, and uh, it it took us a lot, lot longer than we initially expected to film, um, and the location, I mean, we couldn't extend it because it was such like late hours, so they needed like more of a notice to have someone there uh, monitoring the location basically, so we couldn't extend the hours basically, so we had to like brush really really quick towards the towards the ending scenes but we i mean I, i'm happy with what we got <laughs> with how much time we had so yeah i mean i mean it, it, like ideally if if you would ask me like you know uh, i would have liked to a couple more hours but i mean it, we got it done and i mean i guess when we put it together we were really happy with it yeah. and it, was, it was really 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 cold that day and it was like chicago winters and there yeah. was <laughs> it was yeah. yeah we were freezing like literally freezing and uh we weren't prepared to like how cold that place was i mean we 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 had brought <laughs> heaters and stuff but <laughs> it did not the space was just too big, too big right, basically yeah. yeah unless you're you're like right in front of the heater you're not gonna yeah it, yep. right? 
Yeah. And then we had to yeah, we had to turn off one of the heaters, girl, because it was I think the propane heaters, it was uh, uh emitting the gas so we could let it was it was yeah, so we had to survive on one heater. <laughs> yeah. And you survived and that's it makes the best film possible, right? Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, everything that we did, even like so I did uh Jackal's voice. And so even a- after like when we were in post, I had did some extra dialogue that would make sense yeah, for yeah. to carry out throughout the film and everything. Because when we initially did it and wrote the script, we were like, it was not meant. It was, there were not many dialogues for Jack, and we wanted to have a little bit more personality for him also. And so we had added to it, and I think that had added to the whole film and the atmosphere as well to have this uh, torturous uh, being, you know, keep talking in the. In the background or in his head you could say gotcha and then so tell me about you guys uh post-production tell me about your sound design first of all uh for uh for the sound design um you want to explain it in terms of what what do you mean like creating your sound like create making sure you had a good sound like good good sound design oh yeah, yeah we went to like we went through like I, I want to say like three or four versions of the sound design, basically slowly making it more and more dramatic or, or we wanted to feel very like it was building up to something. Uh, so basically towards the end, when he points the gun towards his uh, head, that that's when like what, what it built up to the whole time. And then you just see like a sudden drop basically. Um, I, I think I think we did a lot of words because we 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 kept on redoing the the jackal's voice because that was that was something we worked on like that was really really important. Like we so, didn't want it to sound like demonic or, or like robotic, robotic, you know. Uh, we just wanted it to sound like something that's like coming out of his head, you know. But it's still like sort of sort of evil, like lur- lurking on the evil side, basically. Gotcha. And then, and then you just you basically had the like the nice shots and the and basically, you, did, you, did you guys run out of coverage or like you said you're kind of running out of time? Were you, did you have coverage that, like it's it's the film is the film, but were you worried that you didn't have enough coverage? Yeah, um, definitely. We like were we were sort of worried. Um, we not about coverage. Maybe like we we were sort of worried that we didn't get, and like because of the the hurriness that we like we were in uh we probably we were worried that we didn't get like you know um what you call it like uh transitional, transitional shots basically yeah 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 we didn't want the cut to look like one from one cut to a second cut like too jarring uh but it most of it worked out we just like we were worried that we didn't get enough angles basically yeah. and guys- i just wanted a little bit more from my actor as well uh, his name is John Schling, by the way. <laughs> I did yeah. want to mention it. And uh, yeah, I just wanted a lot more guy. from him too, but he just did, uh, you know, exceptionally well for what we got. Um, you know, I probably even wanted some uh, more more high notes and low notes from him where I could do it. And a lot of things, you know, when it was so cold, it was like kind of hard for him to remember all the dialogue also. So yeah. he, he like even kind of changed in his own way, but the whole message was the same. So I was really happy with how he actually put it together. So I wasn't complaining about it. So your did your makeup person that they did all the like the all the props that, that was needed for him, like his obviously his face and then he's got the cut hand and like they did all that? Yeah. So Kelly Puckman had came over my house and we had actually uh, went over so many like designs how would it look like how would someone look a little bit beaten up and everything for what he had done 
Um, and but not too too over the top or anything, but just something just very grounded and realistic that the makeup doesn't take away from him either. So that was like whole, my whole plan to make him like the like the center stage. But you know that he did something bad, considering coming in the way he did. And so a lot of the costume props I had helped with as well with his overall look and um, the setting itself made everything blend really well together. Yeah, because it's like yeah, it's like and then what about the, his costume and his like his his whole kind of demeanor and did you want him to sh- not shave and have a beard and all that kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to let him keep that beard and everything. I was like, don't look like a baby now, you know. <laughs> I wanted to have him really like roughy, gruffy and stuff like that. And so he really pulled it off really well. Yeah, your your makeup person did a great job, even with like the little touches on his face, right? Like that's yeah. like I'm assuming that was all her work. Oh yeah, absolutely. She did it all. I was like that main scar on the nose. I'm a big yeah, fan of Berserk, yeah. Berserk, the comic book, and so I was like, let me add the little Easter egg there for it. So that was my little thing. Gotcha. Well, congratulations on the film, guys. What did you think about? We send the audience to you. Uh, we'll start with Sean. What did you guys think about the the feedback that we sent you from the audience? I think it's great. I think it's a good uh, foreshadowing for future success, not only for this project, but for future projects. Um, again, the collaborative team that we have that we're able to establish and that we're going to keep building that uh, community, that culture. We're going to keep getting audiences reactions like that and even greater. Um, these guys knocked it out of the park with the visuals, um, with, you know, the, the, uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? The the music, with having it, uh, a not, uh, having that crescendo build up and having Vishal do the voiceover, like everything that we were able to do, you know, we got to see that from the audience's reaction. So I I, I think it's a good sign going forward, and we're excited for it and the opportunities. What did you guys think? I yeah. personally was happy. I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, we, I I was happy with the feedback we got. Uh, um, I, I was I was glad that the message that I guess we we were going for it, it got across to them, and um, yeah, we're basically basically happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thanks to everyone, thanks to Vishal, thanks to Harry, and thanks to Sean, and thank you guys for you know uh, for the opportunity and you know uh, uh, for all the feedback you know that we got that that's gonna really help us going forward you know improving our skills and you know uh getting our ideas better out to the audience you know it's it's really really helpful thanks everyone yeah thank you um yeah and the feedback for me was very awesome that like uh, that was actually the message i was really trying to get across with everything especially adding uh uh the quote by david hume at the end um that was something very important for me to add in there. And just like going forward uh, in terms of like writing realistic stories and doing more commercial work like this, uh, we are trying to create an impact upon like the realism of the world, how it is. Uh, sometimes you just can't really help somebody. Uh, the only internal thing is for them to help themselves with the situation that they're in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned you said you're like a, there there is a kind of comic. I know it's very uh 
you know, very, it's a personal story. It's about this person battling addiction and it's very serious, but there is a comic book aspect to the shooting, the shooting style. Like, so it's funny that you kind of, you said that Easter egg, there is kind of like that kind of vibe and feel, even the setting, right. That has that kind of comic book vibe to it. So I'm assuming that's your, your guys subconsciously or consciously, that's one of your influences, right. That kind of world. For my, yes, 100%. Um, I also own my comic company called Death Pump Comics. Oh, there where, you go. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I had no idea. I create, okay. Yeah. I create comic books also based on actors' likenesses. So my first one had Michael Uckland. He's a Canadian actor called the Berserk Death Dealer based off my short I finished in Italy. And the second one and the third one is based on Gigi Saul Guerrero, who's a Mexican film director in, from Canada. And... Uh, uh, currently just working on a fourth one as well at the same time doing all the production work well i didn't know i didn't know that and so basically that was a that was a good kind of segue too and it's like even your movie poster has kind of a comic book vibe to it as well right so yeah it went for more a artistic style that was attracting knowingly that the story itself was extremely serious i still wanted people to see it as a visual appeal than anything else well, congratulations on the film. Like, I'm sure there's, well, there's this is one of many in the future. So why don't we talk again, either individually or together again, uh, when you guys make your next film? Yeah, absolutely. We are currently in production, well, pre-production of our next film. And we hope to shoot it somewhere next month or so. Well, well good luck with it, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you again. One, two, three, four, five, six.